We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Add WFAN to your contacts to talk New York sports with us at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. <laughs> Luis Severino has gone from a promising rising star to opposing teams batting practice. But the truth is he shouldn't even be on this team in the first place. And it's Brian Cashman's lack of foresight and ingenuity that led us to this point. Because had he traded Seve years ago, like a forward thinking general manager would have, the downfall would not be happening in the Bronx. You are listening to EJ After Dark on the Fan. I'm EJ Stewart. I'll be rocking with you till 5 a.m. We will discuss whether it's time to get excited about the New York Mets, what the departure of Obi Toppin means for the Knicks, and so much more. We've got three hours, so let's waste no more time. Let's get it. Brian Cashman too often seems to be a step behind when it comes to making big Decisions, As Bill Belichick has famously said, it's always better to let go of a player a year early than a year late. And it's become quite evident now that Brian Cashman dropped the ball, not seeing the forest through the trees when it came to Luis Severino. Luis Severino should have been traded years ago. It shows once again why the Yankees lack the kind of bold leadership needed to get over the hump and win World Series number 28. 877-337-6666 is the number to call. We can and we will get into just about everything that's gone wrong with Luis Severino right now. But quite frankly, this quote from WWE pro wrestler and New York's own Damian Priest really sums up the situation at this point in time. You're done. You're washed. It's over. Simple enough. When it comes to Luis Severino, you're done. You're washed. It's over. Since coming back from injury, Luis Severino has been completely and utterly dreadful this season. And when I watch him pitch of late, I kind of feel like this thing isn't getting fixed this year, which means we're probably, you know, watching another year of what if when it comes to Luis Severino. And as far as I'm concerned, that is too many years too late that we're still asking the question 
of whether or not Luis Severino can reach his potential. Severino is now set to join a long list of Yankee players during the Brian Cashman era that the team has deemed franchise cornerstones and therefore untouchable after flashing just a small window of big-time production only for them to then flame out, hence losing all trade value. Let's do a roll call, shall we? Aaron Hicks, Gary Sanchez, Miguel Andujar, Phil Hughes, Jabba Chamberlain. Can I keep going? Do I need to go any further? I believe the Yankees sometimes fall too in love with their homegrown guys, their homegrown prospects, or at the very least in the case of Aaron Hicks, a guy that became productive through the Yankees development system, that became a major league player through the Yankees development system. And I think it blinds them from making bold moves that could end up being the moves that actually put them over the hump. And that's what you're seeing right now with Luis Severino and him going up there in the Bronx, throwing batting practice to the Baltimore Orioles. I mean, I, I, watching Luis Severino last night, I felt like I was watching that old Bugs Bunny cartoon when Bugs Bunny's about to play baseball. And before he decides to take a, a, a you know, take a, a uniform and get on the field, there's some old dude throwing batting practice and then doing a conga line around the bases. That's what the Baltimore Ravens, the Baltimore Orioles, I'm sorry, were doing in the third inning that Luis Severino couldn't get out of. I mean, 10 hits in less than three innings is insane. But that's who Severino is at this point. And it really is something to see a guy who at one point in time with the Yankees was seen as a complete cornerstone, a guy that was going to get them over the hump, a guy that when teams had players available to be traded. If the Yankees called and asked and Severino's name came up, the phone was getting hung up on them. Severino was absolutely never on the table. Yet here we are now asking questions about, well, now is the time (laughs) to trade Luis Severino. Really? No, no, no. The time to trade guys like this is when you start to see the first signs of danger. That's when these guys perhaps have their most trade value. That's when you can actually get ahead of some of the issues you're now dealing with today. Think about some of the moves the Yankees of the past have made that have helped them build dynasties. Trading Roberto Kelly in 1992 wasn't easy. The guy was an all-star the year before. But guess what? It was the right move. You know why? Because they brought in Paul O'Neill. And you know what? Trading a young player who was ascending was worth it for that at that point in time because you brought in a guy who ended up being a true cornerstone to a championship. And then a guy like Roberto Kelly, who showed only a small sample size of star power, flamed out shortly after that. When the Yankees traded 24-year-olds Sterling Hitchcock, Russ Davis, I know I'm taking you guys back into the Wayback Machine right now in 1995. There was concern back then that the Yankees were giving up potentially on young Promising talent. But then Yankee general manager Bob Watson said this. Who knows? They might become stars. But in order to get something, you got to give something up. Or as I like to say, scared money don't make money. So what did the Yankees get for giving up essentially on two 24-year-old Major League Baseball players that are producing on the big league level? 
Tino Martinez, Jeff Nelson. Two more integral pieces to the Yankees dynasty of the 90s. So you have a guy in Luis Severino who has shown great promise and at one time did look like a future ace. But let's be real. We have not seen that version of Luis Severino in four years now. Since then, it's been injuries, setbacks, some flashes of brilliance, and then more injuries. We've known for a while now that Seve is not a reliable mainstay in a rotation. So it was baffling to me after seeing Seve go out there and struggle yet again last night. This time at home, maybe even more alarming because most of his really bad outings have been on the road. And then I see all these tweets saying, trade Seve, trade Seve. Now's the time to get rid of him. We got to find what we can get for Seve at this point. <laughs> and I, I saw these tweets and I'm asking, trade Seve for what? What purpose does it serve to trade a guy with a 7 ERA? What purpose does it take? What does it do not to trade a guy whose opponent's batting average is like 315? What are we doing at this point? We're talking about trading Seve now. We're talking about just clearing a roster, a, a rotation spot for Carlos Rodon, for Nestor Cortez when he comes back after the All-Star break, hopefully. Trade Seve? That ship sailed a long time ago. This is a guy who you knew had injury concerns, but had shown enough where you actually could have got something useful for him maybe two years ago, maybe before the 2022 season. But instead, Cashman and the Yankees decided to bank on Seve's questionable health and the Yankees medical staff, which was a terrible combination for anybody who follows Yankee baseball. You could have cashed in on those two all-star seasons he had in 2018 and 2019 to see what you could have got for him once you started seeing these injuries pop up. The Yankees had a good enough roster at that time, similar to the rosters they had in the 90s that they had built, where you could make a gamble here or there on some guys that may be promising for a guy who could maybe be a true difference maker, a superstar or a star to add to this team. Because it's crazy every year we come into these seasons with the Yankees and I feel like we're asking the same questions. How come we don't have enough outfielders? How come we don't have enough diversity in the lineup? How come it's always home run or bust? Well, like, if you don't actually make bold moves to actually change your roster, then you're going to come back with the same team Every year. And yes, sometimes to make those bold changes, you have to make difficult decisions. I know in 2018, 2019, it's, it's not realistic at that time to trade Luis Severino. But once you saw what happened in 2019, once you saw what happened in 2020, once you have, have him coming back in 2021 after Tommy John surgery, at a certain point you think, man, the first instance of this guy showing something, maybe we need to look at him being a piece that we could use to get a difference maker in the lineup or to get a more reliable starter. But that takes actual foresight. That takes actual outside-the-box thinking. And Brian Cashman has shown that he he lacks that. And to me, I think Cashman looks at the successes of his, the players that get developed under his staff as his own personal victory 
And unfortunately, because of that, I think it does kind of make him kind of biased, for lack of a better term, when it comes to the, the deeming who are players I'm willing to part with, who are players I'm willing to keep in order to uh, see this thing through with the Yankees and actually get us over the hump. His thing is, well, if these guys actually develop into the stars that I believe they will be, then I'll be the knight in shining armor. I really believe that because there's too many examples of players that have come through the Yankee system that there were obvious signs that maybe these guys were flashes in the pants, or at the very least, that there were signs that this thing may not last forever because of injuries. <laughs> and I just feel like there are all these guys that just had their run, and then we saw the wheels completely fall off for their Yankee career up until the very end where you had to just give them away or you just sent them away or they just walked away in free agency and signed a deal for, you know, peanuts somewhere else. When you actually had guys that, at the height of their talents, you actually could have actually transformed your roster and actually made yourself into a true World Series contender had you had that foresight. Like, we could talk about Severino and his problems, and we will, 877-337-6666. But I'm always looking beyond the game I just watched. Like, the game I watched really wasn't a game. The Yankees got absolutely obliterated. Severino did what he's been doing all year. So nothing has really changed. What I'm seeing that is changing is the dialogue around what happens to him now. I'm not even sure if they could send him to the minor leagues. I'm not sure how the minor league options work. To talk about maybe you take him out of the rotation. Do you put him in the bullpen? Like, and then I then the thing was, well, now's the time to just get him off the team. Trade him. And it's like, okay, you can trade him, but you really are just now giving away a guy who you, you're not getting anything for. And my problem with that is, had Cashman and the Yankee organization seen some of these issues with Severino and really honestly had a conversation with themselves and realized he's not going to be the 2018-2019 Luis Severino again. Like, too many injuries, too many setbacks. Like, he's just unreliable. Like, it, it, it would be foolish for us to continue to keep trotting him out there and you know, clinging on to every positive sign of the old Sevy only for there to be yet another setback. And here we are now, four year removed four years removed from Severino pitching like a top end starter consistently without injuries. That's twenty nineteen. We're four years removed from that. And now I'm hearing it's time to trade Sevy. I mean like the Rays don't do this kind of thing. Like, the Rays always seem to get rid of guys before the, the wheels come off. The Astros don't do this kind of thing. Like, you notice, they weren't coming out saying, yeah, well, we want to re-sign Justin Verlander. Like, <laughs> trust me, as a Mets fan, I'm stuck with that guy. And the Astros had him all year, had him in a, all uh, American League Cy Young caliber season, had him throughout the postseason, kind of saw how he pitched in the postseason, was like, Thanks for what you did for us, Justin, but uh, go get your money somewhere else. And the Astros are just fine without him. But for some reason, with the Yankees, there are too many examples of players getting here, playing at a high level for a very short period of time, and then sometimes it's just bad play, and sometimes with Severino particularly, there are injuries, but 
there's 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 an issue where you see their production slide and instead of maybe saying okay we need to be thinking about how we build this team because we're not good enough right now to actually get over the hump we need to be thinking about a way to really enhance this roster maybe we have to make a tough decision and give up on one of our younger players for the sake of bringing in another star another superstar the Yankees just they, they never make that move and in fact what makes it crazy is the one time they kind of did make that move it worked out great or at least it's worked out pretty good so far maybe great's harsh or maybe too much but like last season the Harrison Bader trade I thought really was a looking forest through the trees kind of trade for Brian Cashman like you had Jordan Montgomery pitching pretty well for the Yankees. And Cashman saw an opportunity and said, look, our outfield needs a true center fielder. In fact, we need a gold glove caliber center fielder. We need to bring in a guy who can bring us some energy, some life. And yes, we do have to maybe give up on a pitcher that is productive, but the ends will justify the means, so to speak. And he did it with Jordan Montgomery. And that's a deal where I say maybe Cashman has shown that he could make that move from time to time. But this this Severino, you know, disaster that he's become at this point, it's to me it's just a painful reminder that like if we don't see more of that creativity from Cashman, the Yankees just won't they won't get to number twenty eight while he's running the team. Cause I'm look. I'm even thinking about that trade. Wondering they did they trade the wrong starting pitcher? Like trading Sevy for uh, Jordan Montgomery might have been. Excuse me for Bader might have been a little aggressive, but like even that, like Montgomery went to St. Louis. He's pitching great. Like he was still in the Yankee rotation. The Yankees would be in much better shape than they are with Luis Severino now. But again, it's Cashman holding on to some idea that the seven we had from four years ago is going to be the same guy. And I'll be honest, I've been one defending keeping Glaber Torres here, but Glaber Torres can kind of fit into that same mold too. A guy who showed superstar potential at one point in time and has not really been that player for years now. And we're still holding on to the idea that maybe he could be that caliber player. And the one thing about Torres is I don't know if his floor is as bad as Seve's floor clearly has shown to be. Or Aaron Hicks's floor, or Gary Sanchez's floor. It, it just—I don't know if he'll ever be a guy that's just that incompetent because he's so talented. But that's another example of a guy that they would have traded this guy years ago. Like they could—they could have got a superstar here. Now you have him, and you're like—I mean, I don't know what you would get for Glaber Torres at this point. He's a good player, but he's not a, you know, a game changer for most teams. So to me, if the Yankees are going to get back to the World Series and win another title. They're going to need a general manager to do more than just spend big in the free in free agency, which the Yankees have been able to do this offseason with Rodon and Aaron Judge, and then find a few guys off the scrap piece, something that Brian Cashman is really good at. But they need more than that. They need more. They need more. I think when we ask what this team is missing, I think some of that is through the kind of like in the in action. I feel like on the trade market. And now the questions about whether or not Luis Severino should be traded at this point in time, they're like moot. It's like, who cares? <laughs> if he gets traded, okay, he gets traded. You're not getting anything in return that's going to matter. And 
if he doesn't get traded, it's like, okay, well, he doesn't get traded, and then hopefully he can try to get this thing figured out. I don't think he will. At this point in time, you're better off just probably keeping him on a roster. Whether it's sending them down, whether it's putting them in the my uh putting them in the in the bullpen, give him another spring training next year. Hopefully he can figure it out. Maybe give him a chance to be a fifth starter. If he wins that job, let him go. And hopefully if he pitches well, don't make the same mistake twice. <laughs> I, I don't want to see Luis Severino has three or four good starts, and all of a sudden the Yankees are saying, Oh, well, Luis Severino's back. No, that's when I will be calling all general managers and saying, Hey, there's a competent former multiple time all-star starter here in our rotation. And he's up for grabs. What do you want? Because this banking on Luis Severino thing has gotten Yankees nowhere at this point in time. 877-337-6666. Is the decline of Luis Severino on Brian Cashman? I say yes, because a smarter general manager would have seen the signs that Severino was not a reliable rotation piece and would have shipped him out before the ish hit the fan the way it did last night. What do you think? Call in 877-337-6666. If you don't want to call in, that's okay. Maybe you're shy. Maybe you're at work. Maybe you think your voice is weird on the radio. I don't know. But it's okay if you don't want to call. But you can still contribute to EJ After Dark. That's okay because you can tweet me. Find me on Twitter, EJ underscore Stewart. And you can also now find me on Threads. Yes, I am one of those people who have joined Threads because Elon Musk is a clown and a bozo and he's ruined something that a lot of people have enjoyed with Twitter. So not that I love Mark Zuckerberg all that much, but I'm going to give his thing a shot. I still don't hate Instagram. I don't really mess with Facebook anymore, but Instagram's okay still. He isn't like completely like just disgust me the way Elon Musk does. So I'm on threads too. So hit me up on threads. Find me action EJ on threads. I'm also on Instagram action EJ, of course, and on TikTok as well. Action EJ. So hit me up there. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s. It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month. with Eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.